0: Welcome to A Day of Prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word.
2: Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study we're so glad you could join us this morning but before we get into the word, let's take a moment and pray god we thank you for your grace and your mercy that's new each and every morning lord we thank you that you provide for us and you care for us lord we thank you for your divine protection lord we thank you for you intervening on our behalf lord and we thank you for guiding us into all truth and showing us things to come by your holy spirit lord we mm. thank you for the blood of jesus that has been liberally applied to our lives lord and those things that pertaining to uh, that are pertaining to us god we thank you for those that you're bringing into the kingdom and we thank you for your blessings on them lord and we just thank you for all that you have done for us lord that you're doing now and that you're going to do lord in jesus name amen
1: In Jesus' name, amen.
0: And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us as we continue our study, our continued study, in the book of Acts. And this morning, we're going to pick up in chapter six. But before we get into the word, I'd just like to thank everyone that continues to support the ministry by liking the episodes, by subscribing on this and any number of the platforms that you can find a day of prayer on and by sharing it with others so they too can learn and grow and knowledge and most importantly relationship with our lord and savior so thank you for Mm -hmm. you know for those actions and for helping this ministry do what the lord's mandated for us which is building his house and ensuring that the gospel is preached throughout the four corners of the earth we thank you for your participation and involvement in this ministry and the support and so we just want to thank you, and we ask the Lord that you are blessed immensely,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and thank you for being a blessing to us and helping us fulfill what the Lord's called us to do. So, that being said, let us get into the Word, shall we? Mm-hmm. And can I get a volunteer to read from Acts chapter six, the first seven verses? I will. All right, let Charles.
3: Now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their wills were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephan, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, not Timon, uh, Timon, sorry, Parmenius, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they said before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith.
0: Amen. So, as is our custom, we're going to open up the floor and allow each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and, of course, to ask any questions that you might have. So, who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla.
2: I found it interesting that it was the Gentiles, the Hellenists, if you will, that weren't of the children of, he, of Israel, like naturally born into it. They were finding problem and the way that it processed in my mind, I just find it interesting that those two groups are together. A lot of the times when you hear things, they try to separate it and go um i'm only for the israelites like when jesus came he said i was sent to the lost sheep of the house of israel when the woman with the daughter with the d- demon came and said lord cast h- cast the 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 torturing spirit out of my daughter and when he said that to get her to use her faith and the the other one as well with even the dog's eat the crumbs from their master's table. I have to go back and find exactly where those are to give you a reference. Here, Mm. check
4: the definition of Hellenist Thank
0: you. Yes, Mm -hmm. I was about to bring Mm -hmm. that up.
2: Oh, (laughs) let's see.
4: Would you read it to everybody?
2: Which, oh, the definition part. A Hellenist, Grecian Jew, a Greek-speaking Jew, that is one who can speak Greek only and not Hebrew or Aramaic. Is that how you pronounce that word? Mm -hmm.
4: So does that mean they were Jews?
2: Yes. yes, they weren't pure Jews, however. Well, does well, it say
4: they weren't pure, pure Jews? Uh, it just, Greek it Jews. It says,
0: you know, but it's so, as a result of what? Greek the diaspora. From Greece. Hmm. Exactly. So they were from Greece, but they were still Jews. So yes. because of the diaspora or the dispersion, they lived in other places, not just in Israel. Yes. So you're seeing that, here, or you're reading about it. So they were still Jews, make no mistake.
1: They were Jews, Mm -hmm. and perhaps their parents didn't pass down the language to them, which is why they weren't able to speak Hebrew. So the the apostles lived in Israel, but the Hellenists were coming, uh, if we remember back to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Pentecost, they were coming back to Jerusalem to celebrate, feast, and to reconnect with the Lord, if you will. So,
0: so even so. like now, right, today, 2022, right? And for some years now, there has been what's known as Aliyah, which is the return, similar manner to what we're reading about here, return of Jews that have been dispersed abroad. Mm-hmm. The very f- right, And they're return returning to Israel. Israel. The very first thing that they do is go to the Ulpan, which is a school where they learn the language and other things.
1: Mm-hmm. So get a career and things of that nature. Exactly. So
0: you can be integrated into the the community, but the society as well. Because they did not know that up to this point, right? Yes. So so there's something similar here. They're sojourning, if you will, but returning back to Israel. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Does that make sense? Yes. Okay.
2: But they weren't excluded is what more so what i was trying to convey the ones that were living in israel didn't say no you can't come and be a part of this like like the pharisees excommunicating people just because it was tuesday and they wanted to they the apostles weren't doing that they said come and they were being taught the word so that when they went out if they chose to they could talk and teach other languages like the great commission but if we were to exclude everybody who would we share the work with we complain to god that it's such hard work and lord i'm laboring so hard for you and he sends help along the way but if we keep excluding everybody well then you're just gonna work by yourself that mm-hmm. like what we do with choice at home
0: well that's that's one aspect right but what else did the lord say they will know you're his disciples
2: by, by your love for another okay one another
0: so if you're excluding people right? And I don't mean people that are, that are choosing to be in opposition to the Lord, but, but those that are receiving the word, that claim they are a follower of Christ, where is the love? And then how is that fulfilling the love commandment?
2: It
1: isn't. Okay. Hmm. But now if you look down at verse 5, Layla, you can see um, what your initial thought was, was that everyone was included, whether they were Jew or Greek mm-hmm. or anything else. Um, Nicholas was a proselyte from Antioch, and that means a newcomer, a stranger, or one who has come over from a Gentile religion to Judaism. Exactly, a convert, as it were. So someone in that case, that was someone who was not actually a Jew, but um, appreciated and wanted to serve God, so took the customs of Judaism, and now once the Holy Spirit was poured out, said, hey, okay, I'm, I'm continuing to follow you, Lord, to to the truth and then that person uh, nicholas accepted jesus but he was named amongst the people that were trustworthy um of good reputation full of the holy spirit and wisdom to to take over this um this task of tending to the needs of the people so that the apostles could continue to give themselves to the word and to prayer so you can carry your thought on or are you finished
2: no, and then also like how you mentioned um, Stefan and the other ones that were chosen, they didn't go, Ugh, I can't do this serving table, such a measly and lowly job. They appreciated and said, this is my chance to display what's in my heart and lay it before God and give him my all. He asked for this, so I'm going to do an excellence and I'm going to do my best. Not, can't I be uh, the Apostle Paul or Peter? Can I, can I be a better him? Can, can't I take his spot and how god was showing me that he has a place for everybody if one part fails it causes strain on every other part so it's not about um how many robes you get to wear what kind of hat you get to put on your head but it's about doing what god asked you to do in excellence because well he did his work that we love him to do which is you know down the cross and ascending to heaven and put his blood on the mercy seat so we've got redemption and forgiveness he did that in excellence, so why shouldn't we, why can't we return it back to him?
1: We should. We should give God our best. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dear. Does anybody else have something they wanted to say?
4: I I have some um, probably rather odd observations okay. of this section. Um, the first is, is I think most Christians um, like to embrace the thought that In the early church, everything was just wonderful, right? It was all this, all this kumbaya and everybody sold everything they did, had, and nobody owned anything anymore. And it was just this big pile of money. And when you needed something, you just went and grabbed it. And everybody just was just all hunky-dory. And, you know, we sat around the fire every night with a guitar and had campfire songs and, you know, (laughs) um, but this shows something different. Mm -hmm. Yes. It it shows that there was disputes there. It shows that there was immaturity there, uh, To to me, I'm like, well, why didn't the the Hellenists just find a way to communicate with those that dispersed and go to them and try to work it out? That they go to the leaders and say, you need to help us, right? You need to tell them what to do Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's that aspect there. Um, There is the aspect of the apostles that, um, to them, kudos not getting distracted and getting drawn into the pettiness Mm -hmm. and saying, you know, You guys can work all that stuff out. So I'm not so sure for me, Layla, I don't see it as these guys were the ones that were waiting tables now. But these were the ones that were handling the disputes and the other matters that needed to take place within the community so they could Mm -hmm. focus on that. So they they weren't even like saying, you need to worry about distributing the food. They're saying, we're preaching the word. Y'all take care of the rest of the stuff. These are the leaders for that. Don't come back to us with this stuff anymore because we don't need to talk to you about it. We're preaching the word. We have other people set up to do that. And then um, my final thought was just it seemed odd that they didn't seek the Lord in the matter. We don't see where they sought the Lord in the matter, either in understanding how to do it or in the choosing of the people, and so that the people were happy that that happened. Now, we don't see any fallout later in Scripture as a result of this, so I don't know that that's significant or makes any difference. But I just always thought this little section was kind of unique especially how it kind of pops out of acts and of course mm-hmm. coming next where we're going to jump into Stephen and what's going on there so it's just um a quick contrast to something else you know
1: mm-hmm. so
4: amen I'd love point. to hear your thoughts on that
0: oh man they are they are vast and it's probably going to take a couple of episodes <laughs> to get through them but I love how you brought that up right because if we look and what we have been discussing lately is it first started with being filled with the, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we saw the re- the results or the fruit, the outcome of walking in tune with the Holy Spirit. Numbers were being added daily, right? 3,000 were added. There was another point there where 5,000 males were added, right? So right there, that's 8,000. But it says how numbers were being added daily. And then we also see the resistance from the, the priests, for the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, right? And now it changes, right? It's easy to get focused on and, and see the enemy at work with outsiders sometimes. But now there are issues that have arisen within the church. And I love how you pointed that out. It's a It's a great, <laughs> I'll say observation, but revelation. It, because it's real easy to go, and then have that steal, right? Allow strife to come in and steal, right? So well, a lot of people
4: say, I, I wish it was like the first century church. You, you hear Christians saying that all the time. and But in this, you're but seeing... they were still people then, too, with all the issues exactly. and challenges.
0: So you're seeing the same things that we see today. It was no different. And the Lord makes that very clear. He says there's nothing new under the sun, right? So <clears throat> there's two ways to look at this, right? One is that you can say, well, the enemy was using people in there, and they're, right, we're drawn away when um, we yield to our own lusts, right? So yes. whatever they felt, that they were being excluded, or whatever the case was, that you can you could say on the one hand that the enemy was preying on those things and they were being utilized to stir up strife. There is another way to look at it. We were talking about the love commandment, right? Yes. Many of these are... Well, we'll say, and talks about one of the people chosen, was a proselyte, so a new convert, right? But clearly there was a difference in what Jesus was teaching and preaching, vice what people were following in their daily life. So it was a new, there's a newness. They are now new creations. And in that, and with the love commandment, there has to be some grace given to allow people the opportunity to grow and mature in the Lord and the things of the Lord, right? Yes. And how he actually meant it, not just what was said and trying to apply that, right? The law, so it's not just checks in the boxes, right? So yes. there is grace given, and yes, a, a problem, a situation arose, but what else happened? And this is clearly the leading of the Holy Spirit was wisdom and guidance by saying okay there is this problem the people were part of the problem but now they had the opportunity to become part of the solution and the apostles clearly being led by the holy spirit said hey this is what you're looking for and this is how you're going to operate right here's your left and right lateral limits right your parameters." <clears throat> And here's the guidance and, and qualifications of people that you're looking for. Choose people from amongst yourselves that have these qualifications. And, and there's, there's a number of them, right? The, uh, we'll read them quickly. It is in verse 3, men of good reputation. Uh, in verse 3 and 5, it says this twice, full of the Holy Spirit. Um, in verse three, it also says full of wisdom. And then in verses five and eight, it says full of faith. And again, in verse eight, and we didn't cover this, but it says full of power. So not just filled with the Holy Spirit, but you see there, there also is a yielding to the Holy Spirit, right? Full of faith, full, full of trust in the Lord and the leading of the Holy Spirit. But also you see the fruit, the evidence, the power, the working of the Holy Spirit, in and through their lives and, and I'll tell you this is extremely extremely important the Lord always gives his best for the church right yes always gives his best to everyone to everyone true. yes but especially those that are his right the, who he is their God and we are his people so you can say oh well there's just five qualifications But no, if you really examine those things, and and we'll probably do that on the next episode, um, because Paul, who was also an apostle, right, out of time, as he says, right? In other words, he wasn't one of the initial apostles, but the Lord chose, it was the Lord's will to make him an apostle. He expands on this when, and, and what you see in the scripture is, many would say it's, well, these are the first deacons in the church. But Paul expands, if you will, and outlines all these qualities and characteristics that we should see in our leadership for both elders and deacons. And we'll cover that in in a future episode in more detail. But So this is just kind of the overview. But let's look at some things, right? Um... Could I get a volunteer to go to Galatians 5? The overall, excuse me, arching thought is really covered from verse 16 to 26, but could I get someone to read verses, well, we're going to start here in, (coughs) one second, let me turn there myself. To read verses 16 and 17, and then read verses 22 through 25, please.
1: Sure. Oh, you got it, promise? You had oh. your Bible already. <coughs> Go ahead, Go. Excuse me. Go ahead. You can do it, sweeter
5: I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And they are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. And that was 23 through, 22 through 23?
0: 22 through 25,
5: please. Oh. Okay. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have, cru- have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit... Let us also walk in the Spirit.
0: Mm. So, so do we see this dependence on the Holy Spirit being mentioned here? That's one of the qualifications, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yes. The, actually the second one listed. Is that they must be full of the for the people? What they're looking for is people from amongst them, not people that are far off and bring in leadership, right? Import them, as yes. it were, right? But people that are from their midst. Why? It's important. That's Maybe why I'm asking so the
2: question. so no one thinks that they just picked someone that they liked and tried to exclude somebody else. Like,
0: uh, Okay. Th- th- there's some truth in there. What are you going to say, sir?
2: I was going to say because they're part of the
0: problem. Okay. So there's some truth in that. Anyone else?
3: Um, I'd say because... <laughs> they already understand the problem and it relieves it from being somebody else is going to sort this out to saying, okay, here's your problem. You had the problem. Now you sort it out. The Lord's going to lead you guys and just take care of it. As Dad says, it's making them part of the solution.
0: They have the opportunity to become part of the solution. But also, what else is there? There's a built-in, if you will, checks and balances. And yes, that's a natural-minded perspective, right? But if it's from the community, from the people, from the midst of the people, then they are known. And it would also, should also be known if they're just putting on a face or an act in order to get, because we're talking about leadership here, to get the leadership position. And, and again, I speak in natural terms, right? But we're, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. So first and foremost, the people should have a relationship with the Lord and be filled with the Holy Spirit and listening to Him on who to choose. Right? Yes. But And and, not but, but and, for those that may be new and don't yet fully know the Lord's voice, there are still things that they can look at, natural things that they can look at and the Holy Spirit can verify and say, no, look at this. This is how this person actually is and actually lives their life and it's in accordance with my word. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. yes. It's not
0: just putting on a face for a time in order to get the position and then as a result, sowing tears and creating divisions and disc- in discord and all those things that are in opposition to the Lord and His Holy Spirit. But there are natural things that, th- that they can see, fruit or evidence yeah you know John, I was telling
4: you before we uh, started the day that I just uh been really camping out in John, yes, the Book of John, and just can't seem to get out of the book of John lately, which is fine, but it's uh john six sixty three
0: okay um,
4: it is the spirit who gives life, and this is part I really like mm mm-hmm. <laughs> The flesh is no help at all. None. This is the ESV. It's no help at all. It's true that. So but the flesh wars tying against. That into what you are saying, yeah. Well, the yeah, flesh wars against just, the spirit. Yes. No help.
0: It's only the spirit that gives life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Amen. But but even with that, right, it allows the opportunity for everyone to be a part of it, mm-hmm. to be a part of. They were. Everyone was a part of the problem, and now everyone has the opportunity to be part of the solution, regardless if of filled with the Holy Spirit. That is the key. <laughs> that is the <laughs> right. key, right? And but there is also the. Even those that are, are new to the faith have the opportunity to go, no, I need to look at these things, but then also for their own life, examine themselves and say, oh, wait, this is the the standard. And as we, we get into this in, in greater detail in the next episode, you'll find that it doesn't matter if it's elders or deacons, it's really one standard.
1: Hmm. It almost sounds like... Um Selecting a political representative.
0: Uh, and thank you. Um, I was going to cover that at the end, which it sounds <laughs> oh just like voting, right?
4: Well, is it the same tool that we would use as we stand before God to govern ourselves? Uh, we right. should. We, we lead ourselves first before we lead anyone mm-hmm. else. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in that respect, we're all leaders. So, this is our guide for how we are to look at ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, and I know we're like right on the border of out of time, but if you went to watch a sporting event and they didn't take score, and just to say it's a baseball game and they're just running around the bases and doing whatever they want to do and you don't know who's winning or losing. Wouldn't be much fun, right? If they put a bunch of people out on a field with a football and just kinda of ran around mm-hmm. and like did they score? Were they inbounds? Were they out of bounds? You wouldn't know, right? So what's the purpose right. of this? Right. <laughs> right. But when we look at where we're given the guide of what is the evidence of the mm-hmm. indwelling of the Holy Spirit in us and we have the guides for it, it's a way for us to have a barometer and we use that as mm-hmm. as illumination. To redirect the way that we live so that we line up to that.
0: And that is the key. The way that we live. Not judging others, right? But yeah. examining our own self in the mirror that is the Word. So make, mm. And to ensure that the Lord is pleased with us. Amen. What, what someone else has going on is between them and the Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. But it is also a metric for us to help choose our leaders. First and foremost, dependence on the Holy Spirit but then there should be certain fruit, certain evidences that point to the Lord and the Holy Spirit working in and through their life.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Remaining fruit. A- amen. Real fruit. <laughs> Not the fake grapes on the table. You, know, you <laughs> Full of wax. And My grandma used to have, she still has them as a matter of fact, you know, the wax fruit. It, it looks oh, yeah. good. You yes. think you think I could almost eat that. It's so delicious yeah. looking. And then there's foam. Of course, a disappointment when you put your teeth in it. <laughs> and somebody's going to get mad That's <laughs> so.
0: well so let's pause there for today and we'll get into more detail in this on the next episode all right so can i get a volunteer to close out in prayer please
5: i will all right yeah. I promise lori just thank you for today just thank you for giving us a standard so that we can measure against <sighs> it, lord And lord I also just thank you for just giving us your holy spirit lord so we can tell what you what your will is at that moment In the name
1: of Jesus, amen. Amen. In
0: Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.
1: We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org